friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. I hope everybody is having a great day. Happy Monday. And as always, the best way to get in touch with me with any ideas or comments for shows, uh, you can reach me at GenZandMillennialExpert.com or via email, Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. So again, thank you everybody. And I hope you enjoy today's great podcast from wherever you may be. Today, we're gonna talk about business leaders guide to communication across generations. And then we're gonna leave you with five ways to improve communication along with a few different inspirational quotes about communication. Currently we have five generations working in the workforce. Granted, the traditional list born between roughly 1925 and 1945, uh, they are basically, there's only a very few left in the workforce. However, you still have baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, and now Generation Z with alphas, Generation Alpha just being born within the last five years. So today in today's business environment, it is not uncommon to have three, four, and now five generations working together in the same organization. Uh, learning the communication preference for each group has become incredibly important. How you say something, especially with language and communication media, it's became a lot more difficult now with social media and all the different types of ways to communicate and to determine how the message will be accurately received, processed, and roughly understood. However, the primary rule that must be observed is to respect the communication preference of the recipient. In order to do this, one must be comfortable and be able to communicate across all the different types of mediums that we use today. So let's look at the, the overall generations and, and talk about each one. The traditionalists, as mentioned, were born between 1946 and they have a fountain of knowledge, but are becoming very scarce. They did grow up in a time where they used rotary phones. Now, for those who don't know rotary phones, you put your finger in a little circle and you swing it around in a circle seven times or 10 times, depending if there was a, uh, you know, a code, a calling code in front. Uh, they matured during times of political and economic uncertainty. They had very long tenures at a single job and prided themselves in being a dedicated long-term employee. Uh, they expected you to present your information in a logical manner using good grammar and manners including formal titles as Mr., Mrs., Dr., etc. Another important aspect was respect. Respect was critical for the traditionalist generation and including respect for their age and experience, respect for chain of command and for the organization history and the overall legacy. Uh, I would say more than any cohort, they liked face-to-face -face or phone communication specifically voice communication. They really want to make a meaningful connection 
and, and then the other ways to make a meaningful connection versus just phone and is handwritten notes. Now, baby boomers were born between 1946 and 1964s. Uh, they experienced an economic prosperity, positive change in the world during their formative years. They were behind a lot of protests back in the 1960s, flower power, um, and a lot of the, the different aspects of generations uh, that really were the forefront of what we know today, including Woodstock of 1969. Boomers favored voice communication, but were the first generation to broadly experience uh, emails or electronic communication media. They do prefer a healthy balance between email, voicemail, face-to-face -face communications and meetings. Their drive for success gives a rise to call me anytime mentality. Why they appreciate when you seek advice or use them as a sounding board. Uh, they feel very rewarded by money, awards for their hard work, which include recognition and long hours. They are less formal than traditionists, but they are also okay being called by their first name or formal titles, and they also appreciate and experience working for one organization for a long period of time. Now you have Generation X, who were born roughly between 1965 and 1979, and they reveal a different type of set of preferences. Gen Xers were also known as latchkey kids and were raised during a time of change that negatively impacted the family. Divorce was more prevalent than ever. Uh, dual income households were much needed. Uh, this is what goes to the term latchkey kids. Uh, they had double digit inflation, which led to massive job layoffs. You had the Watergate government aspect, which was a breach of trust by the president. And Gen X became cautiously conservative and very skeptical as a result, this generation can be very blunt and direct and talking in short bites. And I can say this is very true as I am a genera generation Xer. Uh, so the trick is to find the right communication balance. Meetings should only be held for issues that require face-to-face -face communication and then use email as their go-to communication tool. Now, obviously with of the current pandemic, COVID-19, we are more apt to use Zoom, podcasts, and things of that nature to communicate our message. Now, you want to use straight talk when dealing with Generation X, and do not attempt to micromanage their work style or processes, because above all, Generation X strives for work-life balance, and unlike baby boomers and traditionalists, only want to be called during work hours about a work issue. They are not enamored by public recognition and find that time off and freedom are the best rewards. Now, the most two recent generations have a lot of similarities, so we'll cover them in one aspect. But again, the largest cohorts now coming up are millennials and Gen Z. Uh, millennials were born between 1980 and 1995 while Gen Z were born between 1996 and 2015. Both of these generations grew up with the internet and have a less perspective on the world 
where telegraphs, fax, or even cell phones were considered revolutionary means of communication. Now, uh, email, Zoom, all of the social media aspects, those are the ways to get a hold of millennials and Gen Z, specifically through the internet. They are both very incredibly tech savvy. Uh, they can find yourself sometimes in a communication breakdown with millennials or Gen Z because personal communication uh, can be heavily relied on electronic means of communication. So the words you use and the way you say those words are under constant scrutiny. Be careful how you email, how you text, because millennials and Gen Z can be idealistic and requiring prompt feedback and meaningful interaction. Now we've seen quick, a quick snapshot of each cohort's preference, their motivation, the formalities. So first think about the appropriate mode of communications, whether that be in person, email, a telephone call, text, social media, uh, or other office communication programs. Failure to use the appropriate mode is not only inefficient, it can be interpreted as disrespectful and can cause issues with your boss, employee, or however you go about uh, leading your team. So coaching situations in organizations where a baby boomer can leave voicemails for millennials and millennial would only respond using text. And then sometimes baby boomers, Generation X can get frustrated with the inability to have a verbal conversation. The millennial and Generation Z get irritated because they have to constantly pick up the voicemails for things that could have been easily done with a quick text. So both parties sometimes fail to respect the primary rule stated above, respect the communication preference of the recipient. In order to do this, you must be comfortable using multiple communication modes and be willing to understand how preferences are utilized to communicate. So with any set of general rules, there are exceptions, but the best way to communicate with someone is by tailoring your approach to figure out what works best for specific persons. Observe them in actions. Do they email you instead of returning your calls? This is a way to know that how they prefer their communication. But ultimately, if you are not sure of their communication preference, ask them. Relationships are built on one conversation at a time. Make sure you are making the most of every conversation. So the best ways to communicate across the generation, the five tips are, one, meet face-to-face. -face. These can be a great way to express uh, the way you discuss with somebody important communication, and you can't go wrong with face-to-face. -face. Number two, instill a sense of purpose. Nobody wants to feel like an interchangeable cog in a machine. So everybody wants to know that they're, very, they're a meaningful role within the organization. So while employees recognize each other's shared commitment towards a common goal, generational barriers to communicate come crashing down. Clearly, the, uh, clearly defining teams of purpose and each employee's role in achieving the purpose is critical to fostering a great productive workplace relationship. Number three, avoid jargon. Use organizational specific terminology it may seem efficient, but it can easily become a major 
issue with effective communication. This issue for millennials who are likely to make up a significant portion of the organization's newest employees along with Generation Z. If you explain your company's processes using company jargon, Generation Z and millennials uh, may be confused, become confused because they've never heard this before. Number four, encourage assertive communication. Everybody has generation communication styles, as we mentioned. Find the best way to communicate or, or potential resentment can occur. Number five, last but not least, give positive feedback. Older generations often have a more negative perspective on constructive criticism. While baby boomers may feel disrespected, Gen X and millennials and Generation Z expect consistent performance appraisals. But when it comes to positive generation attitudes, feedback are largely the same. Give your fellow coworkers recognition for a job well done is a great way to communicate that their value to your organization is a critical step towards forging strong work relationships. So there you have it. You have the five best ways to communicate. You have the breakdown of all the generations. And I want to leave you with a couple great quotes. Uh, one quote is by Ernest Hemingway. When people talk, listen completely. Most people never listen. So true. Another great one is by Peter Drucker. The most important thing in communication is to hear what isn't being said. So a lot of times that can be body language or the way they're utilizing their voice. Number four is by Plato. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have say fools because they have to say something. Again, wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. And last but not least, uh, by Annie Morrow Lindbergh, good communication is just as stimulating as black coffee and just as hard to sleep after. So again, thank you everyone. I hope everybody has a great afternoon, morning or evening, wherever you may be on this day. Thank you friends. Have a great day, morning and afternoon. Take care, bye-bye.